Hi, this is Jason. And this is Joe. And we're the Business Travel Guys, back again for the second episode of whatever season we've decided this is. <laughs> and um, we, we've been having fun with this. This is uh, one of those hobbies that uh, you, you get away from a little bit and then you wish that you were doing it more. So here we are uh, doing the podcast again. And today we're going to talk about a few different fun topics. Joe, you saw an article about uh, something kind of spooky. Yeah, it was, uh, there was, uh, the, the article I'm, I'm looking at right now, one of the articles, it was on the internet this week, 1600 hotel guests in South Korea were secretly live streamed on the internet. Ooh. Uh, so apparently folks had, had, you know, put different hidden cameras in hotel rooms. And apparently there's a market where you could uh, buy, you know, buy a membership and want, oh, wow. Okay, here it is. Um, 44.95 a month. It's a good deal. <laughs> to be able to watch people in hotel rooms i mean i don't oh my I'm, gosh that it, that is gross and and uh eerie and everything so this was the hotel itself that was providing <laughs> this uh this 45 buck a month service no 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 I, I i think it was you know some nefarious folks but you know my my question or my challenge was you know yes they're small yes and so forth but i think like one of them was hidden in like the the uh, the hair dryer kind of plug thing and I'm thinking, I would recognize anomalies in the room. I'm that, like, I check out the room that much where I'm sure that I would see these anomalies. Um, the thing that I always am spooked by a little bit, just along these lines, and it's like you're saying, looking around the room, I notice more and more of these, they're probably motion sensors that are in the room to let the housekeeping staff know when, you know, there's no movement in the room for X amount of time. You know, they're usually around or actually on the door frame. And yeah, that's, they, they're to, more to, and more sophisticated looking these days, which always gets me thinking, what if there's a camera in there? No, I mean, that's possible. They're motion detection. I think primarily, Jason, they're there to identify when to cut off the air conditioner or heating unit. Yeah. So if you're out of your room, you know, if there's no movement in the room for X period of time or something like that, it would it would shut off as what I believe is really there, there for sort of an energy saving thing. But you're right. You know, those little clear or opaque domes are kind of scary looking. You know, it, it just reminds me that there's probably, it, it, I mean, these stories you unfortunately hear too often, whether it's Airbnb or, you know, oh, people yeah. renting on their homes. But um, I, I have a, a friend that had a situation where he was renting. He was about to rent a place down in the Caribbean on, a, uh, on Airbnb. And um, they right before they left for the trip, they Airbnb had taken their uh, their place down that the, the place they were going to stay because there were reports of a uh, hidden camera that was um, right outside the sh outdoor shower. This was in the Caribbean. Oh, so it was wow. right on the beach. Long story short, it was not real at all. Um, and that's one of the downfalls of, of Airbnb is that it just takes a few bad reviews and you can really mess up someone's business now. You, you sort of in, in the cases where there is actual fault or problem, then you do want uh, that place not to be reservable by other folks. They don't um, they don't have that same problem. But in any case, it just reminds me this is more commonplace. And you wonder when there will be a, a little device or perhaps an app on the phone that uses some features of the phone where it could scan. You know, you could walk around your hotel room and just sort of scan for listening devices or cameras or something that. 
it, it won't be long until that will be something that everyone just wants because it's just too commonplace. Unfortunately, this is, this is spooky. And, and I just, uh, you know, we stay in way too many hotel rooms and not that I have, you know, anything to hide or I, I you know, who, who knows what, what's going on, but that's just, uh, it's just a spooky, spooky thing. Well, Jason, it's funny that you say that because the, the, I saw it on television and in, in one of the news, one of the news things, and they did say for 20 bucks, you can get, I think it was an RFID sort of identifier. I mean, I've seen them on like the crime shows where they walk around and look for devices that are that are sending out a signal because these were wireless mm. wireless cameras so obviously they're connecting you know yeah. they would be connecting so you can see with whatever this 20 dollar device was wasn't on your phone but you could find the find those cameras that were emitting a signal yeah i i think um i think these are going to become more commonplace and something that uh get cheaper and cheaper for people to travel with um okay so Moving from kind of a spooky topic to a, a more a, a bit more mundane, but hopefully helpful for for folks out there. So, um, like any other product space, technology has made its way to um, to you know to luggage, and there's a number of quote unquote smart bags out there. Yeah, um, I actually have one that I've traveled with a little bit that does have. Um, we were talking before the show. Some of these have these battery packs that are rechargeable battery packs that are inside the bag that have USB ports on the outside of the bag so that when you're traveling, you always have, you know, power um, to plug into. Um, Some of them actually, like I was at CES this year, some of them actually will follow you. That's creepy again. As you're walking through the airport, this bag, you know, on wheels just sort of sees where you're at and follows you wherever you go. Um, But, you know, what what do you think about these smart bags, Joe? Well, I I don't have one. You know, I, I think the idea of a removable of a removable, um, removable battery for, for charging, I think is good. Although my latest iPhone, the battery seems to be pretty, pretty good for me. So I don't, I don't have the need that I used to have to charge all the time. But what, what concerns me, particularly those motorized ones is the airlines have said, hold on, if they've got a certain type of battery, obviously the lithium, we don't want them on our plane period. Right. And so the motorized ones, I think are still, we're still figuring those out, but but a removable battery, because I carry a brick with me in my in my laptop case, you know, for those emergency charging situations. But to have it embedded in the suitcase would also be super helpful. Yeah, I I certainly thought about that same thing. It's like, you know, with all this tech inside these bags at some point, you know, it's with changing restrictions that they, they change them all the time. It won't you know, it's it's probably going to happen at one point where they just don't allow any of that stuff under the under the plane or inside the plane. So. It's although I used it several times, um, I didn't find myself using the charging too much. Uh, it was a nice bag. Um, but anyway, so that that is it's, it's a space to watch that, you know, like like anything else, you've got to put the smarts into the product to get people to you know get it on the radar and get people excited about it. But I, in the meantime, stick to my nice, uh, simple and very lightweight to me bag that uh, goes up into any overhead and, you know, fits all I need. Yeah, yeah. Two years ago, I I, down, I went one clip down on my Samsonite, and, and I've had no problems with it. Fits on every plane, um, rolls well. Yeah, I, you know, it, it does all that I need it to do. Excellent. So, uh, with every show now, I've decided I'm going to in this new season. I've decided I'm going to surprise you with a question. Oh, this is fun. Um, yeah, this is. In fun. fact, you're surprising me today that this is now going to be a thing. Yeah, exactly. So it's a double double whammy. So this question today is someone, uh, you know, asks you, 
you're a business traveler. You've spent a lot of years traveling. What's your number one tip for business travel? And you could go any route with this. That's easy. That's so easy. Okay. It's, it's two words. You learned them in kindergarten or before. Be nice. Uh, interesting. I, I mean, because, Jason, I mean, I can't count the number of times that something good has happened to me because I wasn't a jerk to the, to the gate agent. You know, I, I wasn't a jerk to the person checking me in. I was pleasant. I was happy. I was jovial. I was joking. And upgrades and positive things come my way unexpectedly. You know, rather than pitching a fit, being a yeah. jerk and getting something that yeah, much rarely. Very well said. I, I, and that's such a great tip. It's so true. I, I mean, when have you ever seen I mean, we certainly have seen our share almost weekly of people getting irate over whatever, you know, situation is at their, uh, you know, in in their midst. And unfortunately, that never Fortunately or unfortunately, that never results in anything good. It right. doesn't. It's not good for the employee. It's not good for the airline or their hotel. It's not good for the. N- nothing good comes from it. Nope. If, if if you just you know suck it up, smile, understand that that person's doing that you know their job. You just got you just got done perhaps a long day of your work, and and now you sort of are quote unquote off. And and um, well, some people wouldn't consider you know business travel yet completely off the job, but. The point being is you had a long day. Now you're going to get right into the middle of someone else's uh, long day or, right, you know, maybe they're just starting their day. And, and they don't need any additional stress to the to the stress that they have with the job that they do. And, and any, you know, negativity that you put out there um, doesn't at all help. And I always, always see where if you just suck it up, if you're having, a, you know, some sort of difficulty you smile, you say, thank you. You say, you know, I know this is tough. I really appreciate your help. It always results in something. And even if that something is that person walks away feeling a little bit better, um, you know, that's a good thing. That, that can't be a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot of people that, that go negative and are jerks fast. And, and, you know, my recommendation is don't be one of those people. Yeah. And, and how about this? We've talked about this before, but when, when things get really bad, um, and, and I've almost wanted to say this, but I haven't said it before, but you hear it all the time. I will never fly oh. this airline again. It's like, yep, we'll see about that. They, you know, they, they must smile when those things are said to or at them because, I mean, come on, in the lifespan of, of travel, no matter if it's personal or business, you're going to travel that darn airline again, unless you've had some absolutely horrific you know, wrong yeah. done to you. Um, don't, don't, there's no need to make a comment like that. It's, yeah. That, that, you know, that it, it's a little different than saying in my major metropolitan area, I'm going to, I'm going to not go to a restaurant or a store. There are only so many airlines that fly to only so many places, you know, just law of averages here. Exactly. Well, that was a fun show. Um, we'll see what I come up with next time for a pop quiz uh, for, for Joe. I like well, it. With that, I'm Jason. And I'm still Joe. And we're the Business Travel Guys. Until next time.